Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. I want to talk about pets and dogs because, hi Niall, can you bring up a topic on your show in regards to people walking dogs in the searing heat? There is simply no excuse for dog owners to do this. And I cannot fathom how they don't realise the heat is fatal to our furry friends. I have a neighbour who's a beautiful Newfoundland. If you don't know what a Newfoundland is, by the way, they're a big dog. And they have a lot of hair. Uh, He continuously walks him in the afternoon. Every day I see it, uh, I go ranting to my wife about it, uh, to which she tells me to stop giving out to her and actually do something about it. She suggests I have a chat with the neighbour and let him know my grievances. Without going into too much detail, we've fallen out before over parking issues and we wouldn't exactly have a lot of time for each other. I feel like I should go over to him, but I might, might end up in a row. Can you please throw it out to your listeners to see what they would do in this situation? He's right in relation to dogs. Some of the smaller dogs, not too bad, bring a bit of water with you, whatever. But the larger dogs with a lot of hair, you cannot bring them out for walks in this weather. You just can't. They don't like us. They're not able for it. Dogs, unfortunately, unlike human beings, have no control over their temperature. They don't sweat the way we do. They sweat through their tongue. That's why their tongue is hanging out all the time in the warm weather. I saw a guy in Malahide going back about a year ago. It's one of the hottest days of the year. And he was jogging with his dog attached to his hip with a lead. And the dog was behind him running. And I could clearly see the dog was distressed. This clown was out doing his jog and thinking he was great, showing off to the women probably. And his dog, it was a collie or some sort of dog like that. It was a brown looking one, looked like a collie. I don't know what sort of dog it was. But anyway, his tongue was hanging out, the water dripping from his tongue. The bit of water, the, the poor dog, bit of hydration the dog had left, was dripping from his tongue. And the dog was absolutely exhausted. Don't do it. It's a fool's game. Your dog will be dead very quickly. Hopefully we get to talk to somebody who has a bit more knowledge in that matter. But what would you do if your neighbour was walking their Newfoundland, nice big hairy dog, or Japanese Akita, or whatever those hairy dogs, lots of those hairy dogs are out, on a day like today, when they have been advised by, if you listen to media all week, vets and everybody else telling you, do not bring your dog for a walk in 30 degree heat. It is not good for them. What would you do? Would you get involved and do something? Let me know. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Ashing had a little bit of an experience, actually, with a dog uh, yesterday. I'll talk about that after the break. Pat, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Pat? How are you, Niall? Not too bad. Good, Pat. Now, you have a little dog, and you brought him out walking. And what happened? It's a little four-year-old Jack Russell bitch. Right, okay, well, I mean, they, they don't have much hair on them anyway, I suppose. That's so. true, yeah, the, the, the hair has started shedding now, you know. The yeah, of course, yeah. Like, oh, they do shed a lot, the Jack Russells, don't they? Oh, yeah. they do, God, yes. night and day, wiping her off myself <laughs> in the chair and so on. Yeah, my dog is a Maltese, she never sheds. <laughs> never <laughs> sheds, it's great, no hairs. <laughs> but well, what you... I did was, um, I brought her down to the local shop, this was now, the other day, it was quite warm, but I was thinking, it's only 15 minutes there and back, so I'll yeah, take yeah. it down. And she sort of give me a look like to say, please don't leave me, bring me, you know. So Yeah, yeah. So I, I brought her. But on the way back, she really started panting very badly. Yeah. And she, I felt the pull on the lid. And when I looked behind, she was sitting under a tree. And she was really panting now. So she, she was, was looking for somewhere in the shade to sit down. Yeah. And yeah. her mouth was open. And as you said, her tongue was hanging out. And she was really. And I was thinking, God, we haven't gone very far then already. And I think, Niall, because they're closer to the ground, they're smaller legs. Yeah, of course, the heat. 
But hey, that's another thing, by the way, that a lot of people are reporting. Yeah. And you know when you go to Spain, yeah. uh, and, you know, a really hot country, and or, well, right here now at the moment too, and, and you walk out in your bare feet, you know, onto the, the tiles, you know, where yeah, the, 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 yeah. it nearly burns the feet off you. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. can you imagine a little dog? Dogs are in their bare feet all the time. They're running on the hot concrete. You know what it's I mean? It's true. And then the smaller legs, they work harder when they're walking than a bigger dog. Yeah, and there is stories there uh, in the news at the moment about dogs, the pads on their feet getting blisters and also young children's yeah. feet getting blisters because they're walking yeah. onto hot tiles or whatever. Yeah. So to be careful of that. But you're right. The dog can't control the temperature. They're d- different to human beings. And the only way they can control the temperature is by hanging their tongue out. The funny thing is, no, this is hilarious. When, when I heard at home, I had a fan on. And she knew exactly where to sit, so to be directly in front of the fan. <laughs> <laughs> so what I always say to people, and I used to do it with our own dog, I, you know, is bring. I used to have this bottle of water thing, and there's like a little dish attached to the top of it on a hinge. You can buy yeah. them. You probably get them in Lidl or Aldi or probably some of the other shops. I don't know. Yeah. It's like a bottle, and it has a, a little cup on the top of it, but the cup is on a hinge. Yeah. So yeah. when you uncup it, you can just fill the water and you put it down for them every now and again and let them have a little drink of cold water every now and again because they really, really need it. Oh, do you know something? Having, having bowls of water lying around is very important. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you really need it? I hope I don't... I, hope I, don't, uh, I have to say, you know, they, they just what you take salts back in your body, uh, diorolite. Oh, yeah, diorolite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I didn't do anything wrong there, but I put one of them into our bowl of water. Ah, I wouldn't. I don't think it'll do her any harm. You know, I just want to put a few No, no, you're right. It probably wouldn't. It yeah. wouldn't uh, you know, absolutely. It probably wouldn't do her any harm at all yeah. because, I mean, just like human beings, they become dehydrated. Well, and, I, and a lot quicker than we would, by the way. I remember years ago, I two Jack Russells. Now, they, they were male Jack Russells. And I used to bring them for walks in the summertime. And I used to go for miles. Now, they'd, they'd be running around. I'd left them off the lead and they'd be crying. Now, they'd lie down when, I, when they got home. I think it's changed. I think the sun is more intense now. Well, it certainly is more intense. Th- well, it certainly is more intense this week, Pat. That's for sure. You know, that's true. <laughs> and just finally, I know you're talking about dogs, but just finally, horses. Horses. I see these guys on these sulkies and the real hot weather. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh on yeah. The little bench, and they're whipping the bloody thing, and, oh, and no. the heat, and the thing is running up the road and pulling them along, and then they're probably at the main. God knows where they were, and they're legging it up the main road. Mm. And then you see them a few minutes later going back down again, and they're going, get up there, and I'm just saying, that poor bloody animal. No, My because God. if you saw a horse in the wild on a day like today, a wild horse, maybe, I don't know, in the plains of America somewhere, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't be running around. They'd be sitting under a tree. Exactly. Yeah, no, because yeah. like everything else, I wouldn't ask you to run around, Pat, in this heat. I wouldn't ask anybody, so why ask an animal to do it? Pat, thanks for the advice. You're right about your little Jack Russell. Let me go to Caroline as well. Caroline, you're an Ireland's classic kid, how are you? Hello, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, you have a 12-year-old uh, Bernese mountain dog. I do. Now, what's, I do explain do. to me what a Bernese mountain dog looks like. I mean, I don't, I'm not familiar um, with if it. You, if you look at the ones that Michael D. Higgins has. Oh, in, right. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. have one of those. They're quite hairy, dog, all right. Quite hairy. About 45 kilo. Right. Yeah. Double coat because they're originally from Switzerland, so they're, they were built for the cold. Yeah, not the warm. So this, this weather is really bad for them. Right, okay. So I open the doors in the morning at seven in the morning and I let her out and I leave the doors open all day long and she comes in herself at a quarter past seven in the morning and she doesn't go out again by her own choice. People forget that animals have their own instincts. Of course. 
And she knows that it's not a good day for her to be outside and she stays in for the whole day. The, door, the front door, the back door is open, the windows are open, everything. The house is cool, so she stays in. And, and in she, the evening, she's out again. And they normally look for a tiled floor or something cool yeah. to lie on. They yes, don't, they they don't do. generally lie on carpets or anything like that. They look for somewhere cool to lie. Yeah. And sometimes when it's really hot, I'll put a towel into a bucket of cold water and rinse it, wring it out really tight and just put it under her belly. And she can sit on that, and that cools down the temperature in the wouldn't body. You, wouldn't you think we'd use our common sense? I mean, if we go away to a place, like you have to take it from a dog's point of view because they feel the heat more than we do, right? And if you went away to, say, Florida or, or somewhere very, very hot, where it's yeah. 100 degrees yeah. or 110, the first thing you do when you get outside is look for somewhere in the shade to stand. So why would you expect a dog to do anything less than that? But the thing about it is now, because of the lockdowns and everything, there are lots and lots and lots of new dog owners in the country. And these people are delighted to have a dog in the family, but they don't necessarily know a lot about dogs. No. So if you're knowledgeable about dogs, which I'd consider myself, and there's lots of people in this country who are fantastic dog owners, you're actually being kind by telling someone, not telling them, but advising them not to walk the dog. And you're giving them some knowledge. Now, sometimes you might feel that they're going to attack you, but that's more about them than about you. You are showing a kindness to a creature. Mm. And that's how you have to look at it. And not be thinking of your ego and, oh, I fell out with them before. So what? There's an animal here who's, and you found them should not be outside the door. And and so in that particular case, you... I talk to the man. You in talk a, in to a the nice man way, with a new nice way. Yeah. And if he gets aggressive, that says more about the man than it does about you. You, at least, are making an, an attempt to make an animal's life a little bit better. And, and, and absolutely. No, Absolutely. And Caroline, sorry, just save me for a second because Ashling, my producer. So yes. you, now Ashling made, uh, Caroline, Ashley was telling us last night this wonderful story where she made an animal's life a little bit better, although I think the owner was a bit embarrassed. What happened, Ashling? Yeah, so I was in the shop the other day and I was walking in and there was a little dog, you know, with his lead and he was sitting out in the sun and obviously waiting for his owner. And now it was blistering heat and I looked at him, you know, obviously he was lying there and and I kind of looked and I go, God, he, should, he shouldn't be there. Anyway, I went into the shop, that was fine, did me bits, came back out. And he was still sitting there. And I kind of went over to him and then some other woman said to me, oh God, you know, he seems very hot. And I said, yeah, should we move him? And she said, yeah. So anyway, we kind of, we waited a little bit. The owner didn't come out and there was a part of me going, oh God, I don't want to, I don't want to put, you know, step in front of the owner either if the owner comes out and I, you know, they confront me. But at the same time, anyway, we moved him and we put him into the shade. And then as we moved him, the owner did come out. Now, I think she was, when she came out first, I said, oh, I'm really sorry. You know, I wasn't stealing your dog or anything. I just wanted to move him into the shade. And, and she kind of was quite embarrassed, I think. She was like, oh, sorry, I was just in there for a little bit. But at the same, I kind of walked away going, oh, God, I didn't want to make that woman embarrassed. But at the same time, I think I did. She did the right thing, Caroline, didn't she? She did, absolutely. You're, you have to look at it from a point of view as you're imparting some knowledge. Yeah. And, and when someone tells you something that's helped you it's you're they're not criticizing you they're giving you some knowledge for the future yeah and unfortunately everyone is afraid to say anything to anybody nowadays but mm. people have to start becoming the people we used to be where we were able to stand up for things we were able to say things everyone's afraid yeah but people still leave dogs in cars in weather like I this know, I, I know I, 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 but there as i said there's hundreds of new owners and they don't i've owned dogs since i was baptized yeah so have i you know i've had dogs for a long long time Niall, and I'm always happy 
help somebody with the dog. And, and, and dogs are miserable in the heat. They really are. I mean, I mean, I've been looking over the last few days. Actually, the amount of dogs I've seen hanging out of the windows of cars is yeah. unbelievable. Because dogs will tend to hang out the window and take in as much air as possible as as you're driving along. That's what they do. And that's why when you go to very hot climate countries, you tend not to see a lot of dogs. Uh, no. You don't see as many, certainly. Uh, you wouldn't well, see them out in the streets. I have three dogs now, and I have three elderly Bernese. I have a terrier who's also quite old, and I have a young whippet. The whippet is inside with the Bernese, and he is a skinny fellow with no hair, you know? Yeah. See, but, they, but this is, a vet explained this to me before about dogs. As I said, they can't control their temperature. They're not like us human beings. You know, they've no, no. ability to sweat the way we do. They sweat through their feet. That's why you shouldn't walk them on hot pavements. And they sweat by um, their tongue. Hanging their, their tongue out. Panting. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And this is, by the way, why their feet get burnt all the time. Yes. And, and there's been stories, that there was a story in the paper there yesterday, warning people not to let your dog walk on tiles or hot tiles or maybe tiles in your kitchen which have been exposed to the sunlight through glass doors. And you, another one, the, the French bulldogs, the, the French bulldogs, the bulldogs, the boxes, all those dogs with compliments that are flat into their faces. This is lethal for them. Yeah. Lethal. Absolutely. Caroline, good advice. Thank you very much indeed. I appreciate it. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 What would you do in this situation? Caroline says, knowledge is important. Go over to the man and say, listen, I'm not trying to give out to you. I'm not criticising you, but this is not a good thing to be doing to you in Newfoundland. You shouldn't be walking them in 25, 30 degree heat. Dogs don't like going for walks in the heat. It's not good for them. Stop doing it. All right, let me go to the Ireland's Classic Hits resident vet, Sharon, who joins us on the air. Sharon, the poor dogs and poor cats, they don't know what to be doing with themselves in this weather. I know. And, you know, we all suffer, but we we have a lot of choice of how to look after ourselves. They don't. They're dependent on us to make sure we make the right thing, the right decisions. And, you know, you just simply can't take animals out in this heat that aren't accustomed to it. Um, you know, you have to provide them with shade. You have to provide them with water. And another really good tip um, that doesn't always get told is they need water. But if they get very thirsty, they need to drink water in small amounts regularly. Okay. Um, if they get dehydrated and they drink a whole load of water all very quickly, or dogs that are playing in a pool all day, in and out of the pool and keep gulping water, that in itself can make them very ill and sometimes you know it, it can be fatal. And, and a guy on there earlier on he said he brought his dog to the shop it was only 15 minutes to the shop but the dog got very he, he thought he got very dehydrated he kept stopping and sitting under trees and he didn't realise obviously if he, you know because normally he'd bring him to the shop but obviously this heat is little Jack Russell and he said when he came home he gave him water and he put a bit of Dioralite in it is that okay to do? Well obviously I mean we we lose a lot of sweat to cool down so we lose um you know our sweat is is fluid and the minerals so we you know there is a little bit more we need to rebalance dogs lose most of their um most of their cooling through panting um because they don't have sweat glands apart from on their feet that's why they you know the head skin doesn't doesn't get sweaty but they sweat through their feet but their feet get burnt very easily in this weather and dogs that puff and pant to cool down you know dogs are really compromised in this weather are your short-faced dogs that are a very trendy breed now your french and your pugs and your bulldogs because their airway is already struggling in normal weather but having to pant and try to get rid of excess heat out of their airway in this weather they really struggle so you do have to with your short face brachycephalic breeds 
you have to make sure you keep them cool. And you is it okay to is it is it all right to give them a dire or lighter? Is that no? You shouldn't. You, <laughs> well, should, you don't not, need to. It's not going to do them much no. harm. Um, I mean, if they take a lot of fluid in, it helps balance the salts a little okay. bit. Okay, and what about cats, by the way? It, it, cats in this weather, I've noticed our own cat, uh, you know, she's constantly looking for cool places to lie, you know, and she just looked completely fagged out, to be honest with you. So our yeah, cat's cat, pretty much the same. Cats are normally sun worshippers, and they have a, a, a much normally an easier thermoregulation than dogs. Mm. But in this sort of heat, and also it's about being acclimatised to heat, if you live in this heat all the time, you know, cats that live in this heat will be out strolling around in the midday sun. But, you know... Cats in, in Ireland don't, aren't used to this heat. Their bodies aren't, aren't regulated to this heat. So even cats that would normally like to be in a window position or some sun mm. definitely need some shade and some cooling in this weather. All Absolutely. I think I, I think that's yeah. today, to the, the lesson today is that's exactly where the phrase mad dogs and Englishmen lie out yeah, in the absolutely. midday sun. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of lying out in the midday sun, by the way, Sharon, I want to come back to Ashley, who was on with us earlier on, who decided to buy herself a swimming pool. <laughs> and we said we'd come back to her before the end. Ashley, are you in? In your swimming pool? Well, I'm doing 50 million things at the one time. I'm in the pool, and then I say, right, the washing machine's finished. So I get back out, hang the washing <laughs> out. Anything that will fit in that washing machine, Niall, is going in that washing machine today. Right, you know, okay. you're off and you just want to do everything, beds, everything, curtains, everything has gone in. Right. So I'm on my fourth rocket lolly now. They're fabulous. Amount. The ro- 199. <laughs> 199 rocket lollies. <laughs> well, here, here's the best thing for all the Weight Watcher fans. Only 48 calories in them. Oh, right, okay. Well, but I do have a dog, Ashley. I had a dog. I had a boxer for 14 years. Ah. When you say had, he's gone, is he? Uh, he's gone. I mean, geez, so even to get that long album, the vet was still amazed because they don't tend to pedigrees don't tend to kind of have a long lifespan. Yeah, well, we're just but, getting uh, we're just getting advice there from Ashley on the poor old or on Sharon for the poor old dogs at the moment. They're the sun is killing ah. them. But to look, Niall, I mean, it's common sense, for Christ's sakes. I mean, you do with your animal what you do with yourself. If Absolutely. you're hot, then you must realise your animal is hot. Now, I understand there's a lot of people, and it's just out of ignorance. It's not out of cruelty. They just don't think. They think their animals are invincible, that these can survive. And like that chap said, like he, um, he that neighbour that's walking the Newfoundland dog. Yeah. I'd say to him, look... If you feel you can't approach him, which it sounds like he can't because he said he had trouble with car parks or whatever. Look, do what I, I had to do a thing where the car park in here, funny enough, was dreadful. I just printed up flyers and threw them in the door. So I didn't feel like that. Yeah, a bit of advice. Friendly and friendly neighbourhood advice. Oh, yeah, well, I've only 30 seconds left. Uh, Sharon, listen, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air today. Last, last little thing I didn't mention. Oh, um, yeah. Any, any pale skinned animals do actually benefit from sun cream. So dogs that have got pale... Oh, you can put sun... You can put factor on them. I used to put sunblock on my... Put some children's sunblock on any dogs that have got white skin. Okay. Exposed. And cats with white ears, because they're very prone to skin cancer on their ears. So you want a sunblock, a nice children's hypoallergenic one. You can get special animal ones, but a good hypoallergenic kids one will do. Okay. So that's good advice. That's good well, advice. I'm, now, Ashley, are you, well, Ashley, are you in the pool right now? I'm going back in the pool now. You're doing at two o'clock. I'm going back to the pool. All right. How deep? How deep is the water? Oh, come here, listen. I can't swim, and I was just listening to you there saying you should learn how to swim. I keep threatening for years. So oh, this thing is it, actually learn to swim. No, I'm terrified. Now the last time the guy was teaching, I went with me, Ma. I said we'll do something together, 
And he kept saying to me, put your face under the water. And I went, no. He kept saying, put your face. I said, I will not. He said, put your... I said, I will not. I said, that's the whole point. I said, I'm terrified. Put your but, face um, under the water. I would love to be able to. I am just so completely terrified. But you're sitting in your pool there not bothering you. That's okay for me because I can feel around me. It's like in the bath. People say, but do you have a bath? I say, yeah. And I'd even put my head back in the bath. But it's because I can feel the surface and I, I can grab... So it's all about the grabbing. I like that where you were saying that chap was fantastic with the advice he was given about the swimming. Yeah. And initially, you know, it's your natural reaction. Obviously, no matter how great of a swimming, you're going to panic and you're going to grab. Absolutely. And if somebody beside you, you're probably going to kill them or, or you Absolutely. know, take them down. So Absolutely. I thought that was a brilliant um, bit of advice today because we are all gone mad. I mean, there's me with my 38 euro paddling pills. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a and not a bikini in sight. What's that? Not a bikini in sight, Ashley, either, no? No, I haven't gone mad. I said, this weather is going to change. I said, heck, I mean, I'm not going to get away this year, so, I mean... Get yeah. down to Penny's and get yourself a bikini. I have me bikini. No, it's probably <laughs> gone a bit old now. It doesn't fit as well, but still... <laughs> Um, I have my bikini and the neighbours can do the talk. Maybe they'll send flyers about me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Ashley, have a wonderful day. See you, bye. You too. Bye. There you go. There's Ashley in her paddling pool that you got for 30 whatever it is, Euro. But I don't know where she bought it. But anyway. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.